welcome to Front Range. My name is Ernest Smith. I'm the lead pastor, and we're so grateful that you're joining us. Whether you're in person, maybe you're in the courtyard, or maybe you're watching at home, or on vacation, or somewhere online, and we're grateful. you're like me. I got baptized. This morning, to do that in that kid's face so speaking of love we started to uh, it's not that kind of love uh, well, we're looking at this concept of love and uh, what does love mean I think in our culture uh, love is confusing uh, because we're told a lot of different things about what love is, and we get our ideas from, from TV and movie and songs and stuff like that. And so what I did this week is I looked up uh, the actual definitions, the, the two most popular definitions of love. And the first one says this, that love is an intense feeling of deep affection. It's a feeling I get when I have queso from Yolanda's. Uh, but I'm not sure if that's the type of love that, that it's talking about. Or the second definition was this, something that I like or enjoy very much. Uh, like watching the avalanche win it all in, in the next week and a half or so. I, I love that. But is that the love that we're talking about? You know, we get our cue from culture, from society. We look at a, a movie like The Notebook and we watch this old guy, you know, kind of relive the story with his wife who can't re really remember a whole lot. And uh, we look at that and we're like, oh, man, that, that's the type of love that I want, or, or we take our cues from the, the great theologian Michael Scott from The Office, who said this, would I rather be feared or love? Um, easy, both. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. Um, that might be your understanding of love. Or a meme that I saw this week that says this, I love you with all my belly. I would say my heart, but my belly is bigger. So I don't know <laughs> your understanding of, of love. I think culture kind of confuses things. So what we're doing in this series, we're trying to t take this, this uh, idea of love and what does God say about love? And who does he say to love? What does he say to love in our lives? And we're taking it all from this uh, the statement that Jesus makes found in Mark chapter 12. Now there's multiple of these statements that, he's made, that he makes because there's multiple situations uh, and, and uh, questions that people ask him. And he says the exact same thing uh, at least two on two different occasions. 
On this one, uh, we're going to look at Mark chapter 12. You have your Bibles. You can turn there. And at, the po- at this point, Jesus is in a, a debate with some of the religious leaders. Uh, they, they try to trick him uh, and, and trip him up every once in a while. They're trying to, to get him to say something. They're like, see, you, could, you shouldn't trust him. You know, I know he's doing miracles and all that, but you can't trust this guy. So they're trying to, to trip him in some way to, to get him to say something that they say, man, this isn't right. Uh, and so they're having this discussion with him, and here's what happens. Mark chapter 12, verse 28, says, One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked them, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? So you got one guy who's kind of watching. He's just kind of watching what's going on. He sees this debate that Jesus is having with the, the, te- the other teachers, and he's like, man, like what he's saying is, is pretty legit. Like I, I like his answers. So, hey, Jesus, can you tell me what is the greatest commandment? Like out of the 613 laws in the Old Testament, out of the 613 commands, which one is the greatest command? This guy wasn't trying to trick Jesus. He's at this point. Now there's another situation where Jesus asked the same thing and they're trying to trick him. This guy is just inquisitive. He's just wondering. Like probably any of us would be if we, if we had over 600 laws to follow, we'd be like, well, which one is the most important? Like I, I like to boil it down to one. Let's continue. Verse 29, Jesus says, the most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. So Jesus starts his answer by quoting scripture. He's, he's quoting Deuteronomy chapter 6, the Shema. And the, the people, his audience, would have known exactly what he was quoting uh, because this was a, a passage they had to memorize. They knew this passage. And they understood the significance of this passage. And Jesus is not just saying, hey, I'm going to remind you of the Shema. He's saying, I'm reminding you, reminding you of your theology. That God, our God is one, and that we worship him above everything else in our lives. Verse 30. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength.
comfortably that
God, tell us where to to be doing. God, help us to take steps. And may not only our lives transform, but may you help us around us. In Jesus' name.